What is the secret to asking great sales questions? I've got six tips for you today. These six tips are going to change everything when it comes to your sales team questions. Now, here's the thing. You're in sales and you want to grow your book of business and you want to do it really fast. Well, you're probably wasting a lot of time with information that is really not necessary right now. You're probably spending all of your time trying to figure out how you can get needs, benefits, and features into the conversation. Many salespeople do that, but if you're in big ticket sales, or if you're selling professional services, I'm gonna share these six shortcuts to asking great sales questions with you today. And these shortcuts are gonna catapult your business. They're gonna get you past this bump in the road, past where you're stuck, because you run out of time and the client is never giving you what you need to get to the heart of the matter. So forget about needs, benefits, and features. Join me for these six secrets to asking great sales questions. Let's look at what we're gonna cover today. The first thing we're gonna talk about is client pain. The second thing we're gonna talk about is client anxiety. The third thing is client goals. The fourth is aspirations. The fifth, you're gonna gather some intelligence and that's not what you think. And then at the end of our time together today, I'm gonna share a secret with you. And that secret is gonna change the entire way you look at questions and sales questions in particular. Let's jump right into the content and let me tell you how I developed these types of questions. You see, for years I was taught in, in selling consulting work, I was taught look for the need, sell the benefits, and then share the features of the work that we're gonna do. NBF, needs, benefits, and features. Well, that doesn't work in consulting. In fact, it doesn't work in professional services at all. And I was banging my head against the wall. You know what I realized? I realized that all the client was looking for was somebody to help them. And if I asked questions to figure out how I could help them, I could sell to them without being pushy. I could sell to them just by offering to give them a hand. So let's look at each one of these areas where the client needs help. And I'm gonna help you make it easy to have a conversation with your client that doesn't feel like you're selling. First thing we're looking for is the client's pain. Now, you have to discover what their pain is. You have to make sure they understand what their pain is, and then you gotta tweak it a little bit. You gotta exacerbate the pain to make sure they have the urgency to solve this problem now. How do you do that? Well, I always start a sales call with, hey, why am I here? So why did you invite me over? Why are we talking? Why are we on Zoom together? Why are we face-to-face? -face? Why are we on the phone? What do you want help with? Why am I here? And they'll tell you and you'll say, hmm, well, that doesn't seem really that bad. How much is this costing you? What you're doing is you're digging to find out how much pain they have. Why is it important to solve this now? And what happens if you don't get this fixed? And how long has this been a problem? All the while you're twisting and twisting that little pain point. Finally, you've discovered the pain, you've exacerbated the pain, and you can look at them and you can say, well, would you like some help? I think, I think there might be a way that I can help you get rid of this problem. That's pain and that's solving pain. The second thing you can do is look for anxiety that the client is facing. So the difference between anxiety and pain is anxiety occurs in the future. So your client could be feeling like he's going to have a problem down the road. He's gonna have a problem six months from now. You use the same method to discovering that pain and exacerbating the pain but 
it's not happening right now, it's down the road. And the difference in the sales process is you have to get the client to understand that if he doesn't fix this right now, it's gonna be in his face before he knows it. Basically, you gotta think about it like this if you're helping your client. There's a bear, and if the bear is five feet away from the client, he's got pain right now. But if the bear is 60 feet away from the client, he's gonna have a problem in about four seconds. You're there and you can help him keep the bear at 60 feet and turn the bear around and get him to run away. That's client anxiety. If the bear is five feet away, you gotta come with a club and beat the heck out of the bear to keep him off of your client. That's pain right now. So anxiety is the second point. Keep that bear at 60 feet away and that's gonna help your client in the future. So if you get your client to see that this problem is coming and it's not gonna go away, he'll work with you immediately. The third thing are client goals. Now, goals I want you to think about as short-term for your client. So your client wants that big promotion and the CEO says if he does these three things, he's gonna get that big promotion. You help him do those three things in the next six months, your client's gonna get promoted and he's gonna be able to do even more work with you when he does get promoted. So you're helping your client achieve his goals and that helps in the short term. The fourth thing is client aspirations. These are longer term dreams. So your client is a mid-level manager and he wants to be the CEO of either that company or a company that's just like it in the industry. How can you help him? Maybe you can help him by achieving those aspirations by networking with people who can hire him in other companies. You gotta think about your client as an independent entity. I know you want his business in the company he's at now. But think about that relationship over the course of a lifetime. You help him today, and he's going to give you the business at that company. Then you help him get promoted, or you help him get a job at a higher level in a different company. He's going to bring you into that company, too. Your goal is to help that client achieve his aspirations for the long term. I love it when my clients tell me they want to be a CEO, or I love it when my clients tell me they want to be the number one person in an industry because I can help them achieve that and they'll take me with them for the ride. I'm in this for the lifetime value of that relationship. I want the client to be in it for the lifetime value of the relationship too. So helping your client achieve his long-term dreams, client aspirations is the fourth way to growing your business. And it's the way you can ask questions to determine whether or not you're going to be able to work with them for the long term. So, hey, Joe, where do you see yourself in five years? Hey, Joe. What do you think about becoming CEO of a company someday? Asking him about his long-term aspirations are phenomenal. The fifth thing you can do when you're asking questions of your client is gather intelligence. Figure out who his competitors are so you can sell to them. Figure out what his boss is doing so you can sell to him. Figure out who the up-and-comers are in other divisions so you can sell to them. You want to gather intelligence about the industry, the company, and them as a person. So I told you asking about their aspirations was good. Asking about the industry is good too. Joe, who do you consider your biggest competitor? Oh, really? XYZ Company. And who leads the charge over at XYZ Company? Who's your counterpart? Oh, interesting. Do you know them? And maybe they can make an introduction. Industry, company, person, gathering intelligence about those things will help you in the long term because it's going to help you sell. Now, I promised you a secret. 
that's going to change everything about the questions that you're asking from a sales perspective. And I've already kind of shared part of the secret with you because you're seeing this is very personal, but I'll give you the big secret in just a minute. Before I get to that, I want to share with you my business development plan that helped me grow from six figures to seven, and it made my life a lot easier. I was struggling in business, not from a business standpoint, but struggling to balance work and home. I was overweight, I was traveling all the time, my health was terrible, and I was divorced, and I couldn't understand why. My business was okay, but my personal life wasn't great. What was it? I didn't have systems in place. My business was a struggle, my personal life was a struggle, and I felt like I could only pick one, so I picked my business. I don't want that for you. I want you to have my system that made my business easier and that enabled me to have a personal life that I now enjoy. Go to revenueroadmapguide.com, revenueroadmapguide.com, download my system for building my business. This will make your life so much easier. You'll get home on time for dinner every night. Your business will enable your lifestyle. This system will help you grow and you won't have to lose sleep over it. RevenueRoadmapGuide.com. Okay, here's the secret when it comes to asking great sales questions. I want you to picture yourself at a baseball game with your best client. You've got nine innings. You're gonna have to sit next to this person. Come up with 50 great questions that you could ask them about business, their personal life, the company, their competition, their boss. Continue the conversation for nine innings of a baseball game, but keep them interested in the process. Ask really good, thought-provoking questions as if you're sitting next to this person for a three-hour, nine-inning baseball game. If you think about those questions like that, in that framework, before you go into your next sales meeting, you're going to be able to deal with that person on a person-to-person level, even if you're in B2B sales. Speaking of which, if you're in B2B sales and you want more great information just like this, there's another video filling in right below me right now. Click on that next video, and I'll see you right there.